We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network on 95.7 The Game. Please download, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Brock Purdy coming out after the game and talking about the sensation or lack thereof in his elbow down to his arm um, does make actually what he did in the postseason, Mark, pretty remarkable. I, I know he only threw one pass and it was a little dump off to Christian McCaffrey, but that is something that depending on how the rest of his career plays out, that could be something we look back on and say, damn, this dude's an Iron Man. Um, just because now that we have the entire picture, well, not the entire picture yet, but the, the news of the torn UCL, we can evaluate that situation and say, how did he even go back on the field? And to people questioning his toughness or you know his, his want to, to be out there with his team, uh, I, I would hope that those would be retracted or apologized for. I didn't necessarily see those in the moment, Mark. I wasn't necessarily scouring social media looking for people saying Brock Purdy's not tough enough or he's this or he's that. I just think it was a situation where the broadcast kept showing him throwing on the sideline and he wasn't then out on the field, but he eventually came back out to the field. So people had a reason to, I don't know, believe whatever they wanted to believe. But I think looking back on him and seeing him without a ligament, essentially, being able to even throw a a forward pass, uh, I, I can say that having dealt with even just a shoulder injury, I, I, I've pitched with a torn labrum. It hurts like hell. I cannot imagine throwing a football, a baseball, a tennis ball, a rock without a UCL in my arm. And so I do want to give credit to Brock Purdy for being able to stick through that, clearly in, in a situation where he was in a lot of pain. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the idea that Brock Purdy was able to throw and was totally fine and was may not totally fine, but was good enough to play football and gave the Niners a realistic chance to win an NFC championship game. And he was instead standing on the sideline is just utterly ridiculous. Are you kidding me? This is the NFC championship game. Uh, Stakes hardly get bigger than this. If Brock Purdy could be out there and could throw the ball around, he would be out there. There is absolutely no doubt. The fact that anyone even questioned that for a millisecond is completely asinine. It is a joke. And when I saw those comments on social media, I saw a bunch of Niner fans talking about it. Calm down, okay? Brock Purdy, sure, you don't know a bunch uh, too much about him. You don't know as he fought through injuries in the past. It's the NFC freaking championship game. If he could be out there and help the Niners win a football game, he would be out there. Like, put that conversation to bed. It is incredibly stupid and wild that that was even a conversation that people were having. And guess what? He still went back out there when his team had no other options. And you saw what he couldn't do, which was throw the ball more than just a a little dump off to Christian McCaffrey. So I'm with you. Applaud Brock Purdy and his toughness. 
his his love for his teammates to even go out there and and deal with that pain, even just to turn and hand the ball off, that's not easy either. So credit Brock Purdy and everything that he went through to be there for his teammates and to help his team through an incredibly unfortunate game. But the fact that his toughness was being questioned in the first place is ridiculous. Uh, Brock Purdy deserves all the credit in the world for uh, what he went through on Sunday and and how we fought through it and everything he said since then. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh, he, he gets all my credit, certainly. Unfortunate situation, but he has handled it well. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and assume it was the 1%. I'll give the benefit of the doubt to the 99, just saying it was 1% of people, yeah. 1% of fans, uh, perhaps more than 1% of Philadelphia Eagles fans. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to Brock Purdy and his timeline, like obviously we won't officially know. I hope it's soon because if he does in fact need surgery, you would obviously hope that he would get the surgery as yeah. quickly as possible. And I think he will do that. I don't think it's, it's, it's a situation like last off season where people were, I, I saw bringing up Jimmy Garoppolo as, you know, a, all right, he didn't get the surgery as quickly as he could. And that kind of hindered the 49ers quarterback options in the off season and ended up actually helping them because he was able to return but I don't think that's the case here. He'll get the surgery as soon as he needs to, whenever that is determined of which surgery he will get, Mark. But even if we we look at the pest or the the optimistic side, pardon me, and he's back in six months, do you think it's a situation where it's automatically his job? Like, and I think that's kind of the question that a lot of people are are going to be wrestling with in San Francisco. Is all right, Trey Lance is going to have a chance in OTAs to prove with Brock Purdy kind of working his way back from the initial three month hiatus. And then his throwing program, he'll have a chance to prove whatever improvements he has made between last year and this next year. Um, I don't know if that'll be good enough to necessarily usurp whatever the, the quarterback hierarchy is right now, but if Brock Purdy is back after six months, does he, does he just slot in as your QB one? I think the most likely scenario is, you know, given the six month timeline, he's back for training camp. I think the most likely scenario is he is the expected starter. He's he's given the the first string reps early in camp. I think that's most likely what happens. However, while Brock Purdy is recovering, Trey Lance will be working at OTAs. He'll be able to go through the Niners entire offseason program. So there's a chance, Evan, that Trey Lance can have an incredible offseason. He can really wow everyone at OTAs and maybe change this conversation around. But as it stands now, uh, let's say the Niners' opinion of Trey Lance or his performance stays relatively neutral compared to what it was you know, in the past. He looks like the same guy, for better or worse. I think when Brock Purdy you know, recovers and is ready to go. And when training camp starts, he will be the expected starter, but it's not going to be a, yeah, he's going to be our starter week one. It's we're going to compete and battle this out throughout training camp. But, you know, as of right now, at the start of camp, we do expect, or we do think that Brock Purdy is going to be that starter. I think that's probably how it does play out. But again, if Purdy does need this surgery and he's unable to do much throughout the offseason, there is an opportunity for Trey Lance perhaps to, to get a head start. Um, 
Something I'll ask you, and I know I, I asked this to you on Tuesday before the Tom Brady news. I think this Brady news kind of uh, makes it a little bit of an easier answer. Let me ask you this. Who for the 49ers will start week one, 2023? I'll give you four options. Brock Purdy, option one. Trey Lance, option two. Jimmy Garoppolo, option three. Or anybody else, option four. I think the anybody else option was more likely when Brady was still potentially out there. But now that he's retired, I think that option D, option four, is uh, seriously depressed a little bit. But I, I don't know which way I'd go. I think I'd probably say Brock Purdy, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that I expect him to only be out six months. Yeah, and I I feel like this thing is going to be trending towards more Brock Purdy being uncertain as far as his arm throughout this summer. From that, I think it would have to be Trey Lance. I, I mm. think that Tom Brady would have been the perfect fit for this San Francisco team. And again... I still don't think that's necessarily 100% <laughs> off the table, Mark. But putting that aside, to me, Trey Lance, not only to me in this scenario, would be the QB1, but he should be, right? Like, he should be yeah. your starting quarterback if Brock Purdy is uncertain heading into next year. That's why you drafted this kid. That's why you gave up what you did to go get him. And... If you do not believe that Trey Lance is good enough to beat out whoever is your, is the guy you're bringing in, maybe it's a veteran, maybe it's you know, a Case Keenum, or you know, it's not going to be Lamar Jackson for for those that are wondering, or you know, another big name free agent quarterback. It's not going to be that. It's in all likelihood going to be someone who can come in and be a safety net in the way that they thought Brock Purdy was going to be needed this year, or Josh Johnson. Like that's more likely to me to be the guy who comes from the outside in, which means that Trey Lance should be your starter. And if he's not, like you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Mark, what does that say about San Francisco's belief in this kid? I, I just feel like I haven't seen enough to make that decision for myself. And maybe they have, but if they have, I don't think that they've given him a fair shake because whether it be due to injury or not, we just have not seen enough from Trey Lance, who is still on his rookie contract and is still believed to be a quarterback that can help you in the future, that can help a team in the future. I believe he has the physical tools to do it. To me, it's about connecting what's going on upstairs with what's going on with his body because we saw too much inconsistency from him last year in the small sample size that we did. If those things can be corrected, I don't see a reason why Trey Lance shouldn't be the number one person in this scenario of those four options you listed. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. I I do think one area of this that maybe is under-discussed, and we only have a a handful of minutes left, and we'll talk about this a lot more throughout the offseason, I have been not necessarily anti-Jimmy Garoppolo, but I've been on the side of it's time to move on for a couple of years now. Um, And, you know, throughout the Niners playoff run, you know, doing some hits and interviews on a few different programs, people have asked me about the future of the Niners quarterback position. I know I've said it on here as well. I've said, and I quote my own myself, I guarantee you Jimmy Garoppolo is not a 49er in 2023. I think... With the combination of Tom Brady's retirement and Brock Purdy's injury, the chances of Jimmy Garoppolo being a Niner have have gone up. I'm not saying I think it's going to happen and it's the most likely outcome, Evan, but if there was a starting quarterback for the 49ers, week one, 2023, that is not Trey Lance, that is not Brock Purdy, I think the most likely other person is Jimmy Garoppolo. Because... As everything we've talked about last year, he knows the system. The Niners, while not thrilled with him, you know, are content enough with him. And what is the rest of the quarterback market like? If Brock Purdy is unable to play by week one, and if the Niners are still relatively unimpressed by Trey Lance, they could try to bring back Brock or Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, but considering what has happened over the last handful of days, I think that possibility has gone up. Yeah, absolutely. I just feel like the market is going to and there's another quarterback that's reportedly off the market now with Tom Brady having retired. Yeah, I think that the market will make it so Jimmy Garoppolo is not in San Francisco. Probably because right now I'm assuming for Lamar Jackson is going to get franchise tagged in Baltimore. Derek Carr is the other big name as far as quarterbacks that could (laughs) demand, wildly enough, a multi-year deal. And I think someone's going to pay Derek Carr which is going to set the price floor for what Jimmy Garoppolo is going to ask for. And I also think that there's some team out there that's going to want to pay Jimmy Garoppolo more than what San Francisco is going to be able to offer him. I think that if Jimmy Garoppolo wants to be with the Niners next year, he can be. But I just think that with the uncertainty surrounding his status as he might be the third quarterback next year, if he returned and Brock Purdy is healthy, Trey Lance is healthy he could be sitting as QB three next year. So I I don't think he's willing to take that risk as far as his career. And that's the reason why I wouldn't necessarily put him in that chat. Um, I know we didn't get a chance to get to the D'Amico Ryan's news too much today, Mark. I do want to dig into that perhaps um, and the effects of that on our next episode. Uh, But do have to, of course, relay the news that D'Amico Ryan's is the new head coach of the Houston Texans six year deal. And he will no longer be with San Francisco. It will receive compensatory picks as a result of his hiring in Houston. Uh, but congratulations to D'Amico Ryans. I, I know some people were wary about the Texan spot, but he seemed to supplement that with a nice six-year cushion. And uh, D'Amico Ryans is off and headed down south. Yeah, congratulations to D'Amico. He certainly deserves it. I do want to talk about this in the future because... You know, like last year with Mike McDaniel, there'll probably be a couple of coaches on the Niners staff that follow D'Amico to Houston. 
It'll likely be more than just a defensive coordinator the Niners have to fill on their staff. And then the Niners have a handful of defensive free agents as well. Would any of them be willing to head to a a less competitive team to join their defensive coordinator who they love? I don't know. It's it's certainly something to keep an eye on. So we got to get into that in the the future. But certainly congratulations to D'Amico Ryans. He deserves a head coaching gig. We all saw this coming from a mile away, whether it was Houston or anywhere else. It seemed like Denver really wanted him. And then once D'Amico told them, no, I'm going to Houston, Denver went and got Sean Payton from the uh, Saints. Uh, So congratulations, D'Amico. He deserves this opportunity. I just hope Houston gives him a fair shake because we know their history. Uh, They tend to let go of their head coaches pretty early. So we'll see what happens with D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, I hope they give him a handful of years to to prove himself and to get things sorted out. But I guess time will tell. Time will tell. And we'll be back with our next episode coming to you on Friday morning. Uh, going to keep the three episodes schedule for now. We'll let you know if that changes in the future. But you have been listening to the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Mark, my man, thank you very much. Look forward to doing it next time. Yes, sir, Evan. Looking forward to it already. All right. Enjoy your Wednesday. Get well soon, Brock Purdy. Yes. Tom Brady. I'm still waiting. And for the rest of you out there, we appreciate you listening once again. We'll talk to you next time.